Hello, hi, I'm Zanzi, and welcome back to the Health Boom Zanzi podcast, proudly brought to you by Health Boom Zanzi. I'm your host, Joe, and I'm so excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you. Remember, nothing is off limits. In this episode, we'll be focusing on the end of the year. Now we know that December marks a time of festivity and gratitude. However, for most, it is also a time of reflection, where we look back at a year and evaluate what we have achieved and what we have not. This evaluation can either leave one hopeful or disappointed at goals not being met. We chat to the vibrant and energetic Lesejo Lahori, who is a life coach and reading therapist. Hi, Lesejo. How are you doing? I am good, Joanne. We said, you know, it's that time of the year and it's festive and it's festivities and it's just, you know, breaking out of, of the routine that we've just, you know, so used to throughout the year. But yeah. like we said, it's also a time of reflection and thinking about what has transpired and where we're going to for 2024, right? How, how are you gearing yourself up for that? So thank you for joining on this very important discussion to have. Before we get into the detail of it, Lesejo, can you please just tell us about yourself and what it is that you do? My name is Lesejo Lechodi, and most of the people, they know me as Coach L or Teacher L. Coach L because I'm a founder of Gifted Minds, like coaching, which we started in 2019 till now, that where I'm working with mostly families, women, and the youth, and the young children that I have them to cope with life issues, most youth to find themselves because we have a lot of youth, especially in high school and intermediate phases that children who have lost themselves and some of because of the environments and family conditions that they come from. And this is where I come with my life coach to help those children. And the other thing, the other role that I do, I am a founder of Gifted Leadership Academy. That's me where I'm called Teacher L or the reading therapist or the reading coach, where I work with a lot of children that has barriers academically due to the foundation of the English language that hinders them as the barrier. And what I do, I give them reading therapy to recorrect and give them skills and techniques on the language, on the English foundation, how it's written, how you spell it, how you write it, to recorrect and address the phonological sounds and the phonics and the comprehension for children to read with meaning so that they can advance academically. And also critical thing, these are children who their confidence and self-esteem is already deemed because of they've been told they can't read, they've been told that they are the S word, which I find it very hard to say myself, it's not even in my vocabulary. And even those two S words, you are slow, you can't do nothing, you are stupid. These are the words that these children often find. And this is where as the life coach and the reading therapy meets each other to collaborate and help these children to find themselves and they can excel socially and academically. So beyond that, I am a very vibrant and bubbly person. Positive mindset and positivity is what I attract. It is what you see, it's what you get. 
when you are with me. And that's me. Everybody knows me as that. And one other thing is I'm a mother. I'm a natural born teacher. And that's why I guess they call me, even if I'm a reading therapist, they call me Tisha Al because the teaching element in my character with everything that I do, I would want to teach. I would want to share knowledge. I would want to inform that whoever that I meet, they would have learned something because myself, I called myself a student of life. Because I guess if you are saying that you know it all, then you might as well be dead. So yeah. for me, as I approach life is with I know not, so that I can always learn, I can always grow, I can always evolve, and I can always be a better person. So I'm a wife, I'm a mother of four, I am a grandmother of a very, very, very active boy who keeps me very... Keeps you fit. <laughs> keeps you fit. Because I don't want you to even say that other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's taking me positive terms. Gets you very fit to that boy. Yeah. Very curious, which is good because we say curiosity enables that embedded intelligence in people. So this is the way to go and leave children when they're curious. Rather let your children ask you, why are you doing this? Just find yeah. ways of studying that because that builds up intelligence. So that is, in a nutshell, that is me. One thing, I'm a child of God. Everything that I do, I know that I'm filled with the Spirit as a divine child of God. That's me. Lesejo, just what an introduction. And I think most of the things you didn't actually have to say, I could pick up your vibrantness, you know, in the first (laughs) seconds of us talking. But I really think you as the expert, I think the perfect contribution to this discussion, right? December 2023, that is where we are at the moment. And a lot of us are going to look back and we're going to go back to the diary and just check, you know, what did I jot down for myself? How I saw this year would would develop and would inspire. (laughs) And in your opinion, what are tools and ways to unpack our journey in 2023, what would be a healthy way to do that? The healthy way to do it is that in the beginning of each year, we should understand that when we write something or when we put things in our mind to say these are goals and we should have an understanding what goals are. So we know that goals serve a purpose and give us direction in life. It gives us a structure. It gives you an order. It gives you a certain way to form and it allows you to form a habit and routine, which is very good because we get very busy. Well, our lives get very busy and it is sometimes a very difficult for us with a busy life to keep track on what we said we're going to do when the years start. But how can we reflect on what we said we're going to do? We always say your goals need to be smart, right? Being specific, measurable, attainable, relatable, and time-bound. And I advise people all the time, anything that you have not written, know that it will not be achieved. You are just setting yourself for failure. Because most of us will say, Yo, you know what, this year, I'm going to do one, two, three, one, two, three, but it's just in your head, but you're not writing it down. So the first thing for you to be able to even unpack it is, have I written it down? That is the first thing. And remember, the second thing is remember goals are your goals. 
it's not Joanne's goals, it's my goals. Yeah. And they are unique to my environment, unique to what it is available for me to achieve those goals. And you are in control of your goals. We panic now when we sit together now, Joanne, and say, oh, you know what? I had six goals for this year. And when I'm looking at my diary, I've achieved four of that. Yeah. I'm looking at my, I'm like, I'm not even halfway through. But remember, it is what is it within you that which you can achieve. So how do we process that? I always say, look at them. Time is always a factor for yourself. Did I give myself time to achieve these goals? And what is also important, divide them. We have different goals, right? We have goals are divided into business, into career, into relationships, into financials, in all spiritual and all that. Take what you know that this is for me because I'm a business person. I have business goals for my business and then I would have my personal. And in my personal, I would have self-development goals because you would want yourself to grow. I would have career where I would want to see myself growing career-wise. I would have family, which is very important. Some of us don't even put family goals as one of these things. Do I spend enough time with my children, each one of them? Am I putting enough time for them? Do I put in time with my husband? Am I putting time with my friends? And you have also relationship where your friends and colleagues would come yes. in. You would have financial goals, which I think most of us get trapped in. Was I able to save? Did I even have a budget? Did I even have cost everything that I said I'm going to do? You know, all those things. But when we reflect back, what did I achieve? Ask yourself critical questions. Time, was it a factor? If time was a factor, what can I do better? And chunk them into the, this is my goal one, this is my goal two, this is my goal three. You only have 20 goals. Who can achieve 20 goals? People have yeah. 20 goals. But if you chunk them, know that you're setting yourself into the right direction. You're going to achieve them. Because in goal one, what, what is it that I achieve and what is it that I do not achieve and how can I do better? Because when we reflect, like you say, reflection, and don't only reflect in December. December is not the time to reflect, guys. It's time to celebrate. December is the month of gratitude. It's the month to say, we do it tri-semester. In tri-semesters, you, you will be able to track your goals. I mean, Jan to Feb, Jan to March, March to June, like that. Yeah. And then by the end of November, then give yourself some time to reflect on what you okay. have done. Because now when you chunk them and reflect like that in three months portions, now in the last three months you would have achieved them and then you move okay. to the next bank. Yeah. And then that makes sense. the next bank. And then by the end of the year, and clearly this, even if those that you did not achieve, like we're saying, it's failure. That failure is just a word, but these are things that I was not able to achieve I did not have much time to achieve. So you reflect and what is an opportunity for me to achieve them for me next year? Don't be afraid. These are your goals. Take them over. People ask you, drop them off. No, take them over and say in the first three months in 2024, the last three goals that I was not able to achieve, I'm going to focus on them and move on like that. And like we said, what can I do better? 
what can you improve and how would it make me what kind of a person do i need to achieve the goals these are the questions that you think to yourselves to be able to achieve them let's yeah. say you touched on on something as you know failure as just an opportunity for growth an opportunity to try again it's very easy to say it's a really disappointing feeling if you've set out something for yourself and it didn't happen so how can we process that how can we move on and see it as an opportunity and maybe just adapt it or redirect it how does that process work i use five steps because i am a person who has been struggling okay do it put struggling as a word you know challenge yeah i've been challenged with my weight loss process to a point that this year i'm turning 45 on christmas day and i'm like i'm so damn good with so many things that i do yeah and we know i use four c's that i say it's i'm committed i know if i'm committed i'll be able if i put commitment into something else i know i'll be able to do it because focus and direction is there then i'm i'll be able to be consistent about it to show up to do it every day is building up momentum for me and then i would have the confidence to do it because i'm committed and consistent then i'm building up confidence to actually now this is a routine this is a habit it becomes a lifestyle for me then there is courage that takes that helps me to sustain all the cycle over and over again but this is one goal that every year it's there i would say i am losing fat okay and my husband is like why don't you leave it start looking at yourself that what weight in the age that you are in would it serves you better is your body not serving you better where you are or your problem is you want certain clothes to fit you the way and how you would want to look and i'm like oh yeah i think that is the that is clear me it's a matter of me adjusting to the type of clothes that i would want to look and i'm saying i look good in 45 in a dress and i don't show things that i'm uncomfortable with and this is a way when you look at failure and first you are sad i failed because the first step to, for you to recover from for failure is acceptance and acknowledgement i acknowledge that i failed i accept that i did not do my best that i said i would do or be committed to the process and that's okay and then the other thing that i do is i use this words i gather information these are the steps that i use i gather information in my failure what made me fail i want to see the oh the chips and the pizzas and the cold drinks and the slushies can i taste here when i with my children ah yeah being yeah. at my and then you reflect that's my art then i reflect on what i've gathered and reflecting did it serve me better or did it serve me to not achieve that which i wanted to achieve if it if it served me better then where did i do good if it served me in the worst form how can i improve it now i know now i've reflected okay let's write it down and in writing down i've got to now be realistic about my goal this is how you are a grandmother you are 45 years old check how tall you are check your environment i am the healthiest horse 
just how I view myself. Stop shaming yourself, mm-hmm. but start applying self-love. Then you'll see the weight going up. And it is going off because I started loving myself. I started in writing down, I started using affirmations. Affirmations are good for you. It's a re- great reminder. It's saying, I am beautiful. I love myself. I love the way I am. I'm content. I'm enough. So is embracing myself. The food that I eat is nourishing to my body, not looking at what I eat now that you are. I'm, yeah. And I have a voice and a guy's Yeah. You know, and then the other hour, it will be rechecking. Can I go and recheck throughout the process? Let me not wait for November to come and start crying and say, yeah, I did not lose the weight. But in between, how much did I lose? In between, how many centimeters did I lose? I did well. I did not get to lose 20K. That's okay. But I lost 10. In the recheck, this is where you celebrate. This is where you praise yourself because in celebrating, in praising yourself, you're building a momentum to courage and continue on. And active in applying, active reach and apply is the last one that you're going to consistently apply and do the cycle all over again for your failures. Thanks for that, Lesejo. You also mentioned something earlier that it's good to reflect on a trimester basis. It's almost too late to only do it in December. <laughs> But learning, so we've done reflection now, we've done the processing, we've done the research on why certain things didn't work or didn't happen. So now we're at the planning stage. When is it best to start planning for the next year? In this case, 2024. Now. Okay. Yeah. You see why we live December. Yeah. So in your gratitude, when you have reflected when you have seen everything and recheck, because now you would have done the recount. You have all the things that, okay, I've not done this. This is what I should have done. Now you put it now in December, because now Jan, not everybody have the luxury yeah. to go and do it. And also most of the top of the season, people are home, people go on holiday. I advise people all the time, journaling is one of the best tools that we have. Buy yourself a journal. And in that journal throughout December, allow yourself a day or two days to yourself now to start planning for the year ahead. And when you you plan for the year ahead, remember you would have had to say, these are my personal, these are my career, these are my business. And then you're going to fill in you would have a template already that you would be working with. But then I realized that in most cases, people just write everything, Joanne. We have so many ones that over supersede the needs that for this year, what is it really that I need my year to be like? So we never look the want versus the need because we are human beings. We are in that nature of wanting, wanting, wanting. So what I do is that you know, when we were writing an essay at school, they would say, do a mind map. Yeah. And it's yeah. quite a full thing that in brainstorming, in whatever session is strategic planning, if you can start there doing mind mapping, it it, it at least regroups 
your thoughts and gives you a direction in which you need to go. Like now, you will have a list of things that you want for this year. These are the things that I want. Jot them down. Jot them down. And then also have a list of things that you don't want. Because it is very important when you know what you don't want, you will automatically know what you want. Oh, yes. You see the confusions that it breaks. When you, okay, this is my list. These are the things that I want. These are the things that I don't want. Now, you're not now going to focus on the things that you don't want. Now you have a whole lot of bunch of list of the ones. Now you're going to scale them down. According to you, you can have five goals. Remember in that one goal, you can break it down into sub goals that also can be five. In financial, saving, whatever and whatever, it will be in subs. So you can have five goals for the year, but in those five, they have sub goals in between. Okay. So you scale them down. Once you scale them down, you will be able to look, okay, this is what I want. And then the rest of the things that you said you want, because now you've scaled it down, it will help you say, okay, actually, these things for this year, I let me put them on that I don't want list. You have that. Then you set, how do you set your goals? You set your goals by aligning your goals with your values. It is one critical point. You know your values. And I think is one of the things that most of us don't know are highest values. If we don't live according to our highest values, we live a very sad life because we live a life of wanting, wishing. So highest values would be something that you constantly do it and you unconsciously do it without you even thinking about it. Let me give an example. These are my highest values that I live by. Travel. My life, everybody knows me. I give myself a break. I travel. I want to sponsors. This is where we land. Culture yeah. and everything. Travel is one of my highest values. Reading and writing is one of my highest values. You can see my desk now. I have stuff that I've written for you there, but I've written down. I read anything. I can come to your house, Joanne. Two minutes, I'll tell you, what is that book actually? Without you seeing me that I was actually looking at something on the wall that is written. Because that for me gives me joy. That for me, it says I'm learning, I'm doing something. Family is one of my highest values. So, you know, these are aligned your goals to your values. Then you know you set for yourself for success and it will be easier for you to achieve that. Add your values, state them in a positive way, Joanne. For, because that gives you a focus on for you to have a clear vision of what I want to achieve. It's not vague. It is clear. A positive statement says, I want to lose 20K. I'm not going indirect about yeah. it. I'm clear. And I'm going to make sure I am going to lose 20K. How do I do that? Where do I get support? Who helps me? What do I do to get to that 20K? Do you see? Not I want to lose 20K with, ah, not yeah. real. Want, right? It's clear. Then, of course, being specific. Because it makes it easier and then it steers you into the right direction when they are specific. And then the last thing, taking action. We can't just write goals. So when people have written, 
But on the on their goals when they come back, coach, you know, I did not achieve that goal. All I say is that okay, we did not achieve it. That's fine if you did not achieve it. But on the check for me, the on your timeline. When did we say we're going to achieve it, coach? Hey, I didn't write. I mean, it's vague. You've thrown it. It's something that you've written. It's just that something that you've written that you were not going to work. Timeline. When we time bound, if time is precious, isn't it? Time is a precious commodity. And we must bet time because we know everything that we do, we do it for this moment. And we're not guaranteed for the next day. So if I write it, I have to lose 20K by 31 December 2023. So that I should be accountable and take responsibility when I did not do that by 30. It's easier for you to track. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health for Mzansi podcast. For more on our end of year reflection and planning chat, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za or a message to 076-132-0454. Yeah, we don't blue tick. So there you have it, girls and guys. Teacher Al gave us many tools to celebrate our achievements, process those goals that were not attained, and most importantly, plan for the future. Until next time, keep well, stay healthy, signing out to your girl, Joe.